welcome to Disney Matter. From Arendelle to Zootopia, we take a look into the vault and beyond with a few good friends. Ah, oh, well, wait. Ah, I'm alone again. Starting to feel like a lost toy at this point. <laughs> when somebody loved me. Anyway, how you folks been? It's been nearly four months since the last episode and I have been wanting to make an episode so badly but things have just been in the way. Today's episode is going to be more catching up what we missed during the winter break and including our main matter as people know we talk about the movie turning red but there's a few news that I do need to address. And the Oscar goes to... First up, we need to talk about the Oscars. The 94th Academy Awards Best Animated Movie went to Encanto. Two other Disney movies were nominated, what was Luca and Ray and the Last Dragon, along with Mitchell's The Machines and Flea. I can't say how I feel about the award winning. I loved Encanto. It was deserved of the, the win, but the how the category was treated, I think, needs to be addressed later. The only other big Disney product that got an award was Cruella was Cruella for the best costume design. Uh, honestly, Cruella didn't really like, but for costuming, it's appropriate. And at the Oscars, nothing else happened. Nothing else notable at all. Ten thousand years will give you such a crick in the neck. Moving on, there's one issue that we kind of missed just as we finished up. The Genie Plus got introduced, the fast passes were chucked out, Genie Plus was added. As it says on the website, Ever wish you had a Disney friend along with you in the parks? A digital friend who could show you the way through the best of the popular attractions? Or see every beloved character? Or even find the fan favourite foods? Well here's a way that your wish can come true. Introducing the Disney Genie service and the Disney Plus service. A convenient new itinerary planning product available to use during your visit to the Walt Disney Resort. This app is used to kind of help people with planning, however the Genie Plus method is paid. This is where you get your fat, your usual like, skip the line area, what they now call express passes. Um, this is for $15 a day, however this is, I would say, only go for this if you're going for like a single day, because this is going to be very effective, but if you're going for the full like two weeks, it's going to be pretty hefty off your budget and it gets even bigger if you're going with a larger group or a large family. Some rides do not come with the just the free, like the uh, part of the Genie Plus service will be paid extra. These rides include the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and Space Mountain in the Magic Kingdom, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure and Frozen Forever After in Epcot, Rise of the Resistance and Minnie's, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway in Disney Hollywood Studios, Flight of Passage and Expedition Everest in Animal Kingdom. These are all depending on time and season, but each ride uh, estimates around $9 per ride. How long would you wait for $25 popcorn? How long would you wait to pay $25 for some popcorn? <laughs> the next news we have is the Figment Bucket. Um, if you don't, this is a huge story and I've been kind of joking about it on Twitter. It's insane. One of the longest lines recently has been for a popcorn bucket um, for the character Figment who uh, has become like the icon of Epcot itself, is uh, Epcot's very own mascot, but like how Orangebird is the Adventureland mascot over in the Magic Kingdom. Guests waited around seven hours in Epcot 
And it's great. And at this point, we can't have an episode of Disney Matter without mentioning something that's going on in Epcot. Some were actually sold online for nearly $1,500, and someone sold a doll, just a, a scribbled drawing of one for $150. It was insane. Even Universal made a tweet basically joking about the waiting situation. Now, whatever you do, don't push this button. I'm good. Uh-huh. That's right. No! We've got some raid updates and a few updates with people around the park. We have the Garden, the Gardens of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, which is opening quite soon. Ahoy there. Hey, it's Jack from the future here. I did say about the, we don't know the date for the mission breakout. However, on April 1st, just as I was about to make this video, like, fully render it and schedule it all out, Walt Disney World decided to put up a tweet hinting towards a instant transmission incoming using the Gardens of the Galaxy cassette player, and it'll be Monday. Monday we'll be finding out a lot more detail about the ride, which, this is huge, but it does mean that I won't be able to date any more information because I'm going to be away. However, if whatever this video this was gonna be released on the Tuesday, whatever happens Monday, who knows? We might find a date, but we'll find out then. So let's go back to Jack in the past. This this attraction will be based on the Nova Corps Wonder of Xandar. It's the first other world attraction on Epcot. Bacoma are making this ride and it's going to be the first ever reverse launch in, on a Disney roller coaster and it's going to be one of the longest enclosed coasters in the world. The Tron Lightcycle Run is another Vacoma ride and it's entered push and pull testing which means they're just moving carts around the track to test it and, and then they'll move on to just letting it full, like, full run, full test without anyone on it. So this is kind of promising because it was meant to open on fall 2021 for the 50th and then it's delayed to fall 2022 for the 51st but this is subject to change but I'm, I honestly it looks amazing. One thing I'm excited about is the Disney Railroad maybe opening once again. Well, Walt Disney World is celebrating their 50th anniversary over at Disneyland Paris. They're celebrating their 30th anniversary with their own brand new late night time spectacular called Afterglow. A quick mention to the Dapper Dan's coming back and they're now performing a part of their set is We Don't Talk About Bruno from Encanto. We don't talk about Bruno, no, no, no. We don't talk about Bruno. Bruno living pure, Bruno stuttering or stumbling. I can always hear him sort of muttering and mumbling. I associate him with the sound of falling. Seven foot frame rats along his back. When he calls your name, it all fades to black. Yet he sees your dreams and feasts on your streams. Hey, we don't talk about Bruno. Why don't I talk about Bruno? Not a word about Bruno. No. So, after all that news. I think it's, think it's time to move on to our main matter. We'll be talking about the brand new release from Disney, Turning Red. Hey guys, this is Jack from the Edit and the Future, here to say I'm going to be talking about less about the movie and about more about the current climate of what's going on in both the Oscars and over in Florida at the moment. 
if this is something you don't want to hear, then please leave. But I really do believe that instead of having just a movie discussion for our main matter, this deserves to be our main discussion today. Please hope you enjoy this semi-ramble about what's going on and thank you. There's a lot I could say about this movie and this whole script has went through many rewrites. This movie got a bit of backlash because the topic of puberty and menstruation, which we should normalise these things rather than say like, oh yeah, it's just that we don't talk about that. We need to talk, it's something we do need to talk about because people at that age are struggling. I'm not going to be the best person to say this because I think there's better voices out there to explain the, this issue of teaching young young people about what is going on with their bodies during this time. Even the name of the movie's Turning Red is a kind of allegory to this moment. I related more to Luca than I did Turning Red because Luca did feel like more of a boy's movie than Turning Red is a certain demographic. Each demographic is different. However, I do think reaching out and learning more is important. And this is why this script was a mess to write, is because what they said in the Oscars recently about animation only being for kids. If they they said about Encanto being the only one they watched because the kids made them watch it, they should really pay attention to what their kids are watching because it's not that it's like, oh yeah, this is, this is disgusting, we shouldn't let our kids watch it, we need to let our kids watch it and sit down and teach them about these issues. And Canto had important issues about generational trauma, and this does follow generational trauma as well. It's been the common thread in recent Disney movies is generations not learning from each other, and that's one thing the, the people, even the hosts, need to learn about this. They need to learn what is being taught. It's not just like, oh, you were going on a wacky adventure. No, it's serious points. Animation is a medium. It's a way to tell stories that real life can't. Is for example, um, this is not a Disney movie, but recently you had the beautiful movie Belle that should have been nominated for an Oscar this year, but it's it was just an art piece and it was beautiful. And I don't, I agree with Encanto winning, and the part of it. But if you just treat it as, oh yeah, that's where the Bruno song comes in. This is just the wacky, oh, we don't talk about the the member. Even that song that parents kind of dismiss is a song about a family member being kind of ostracised based on what they are. And like this movie explains, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter if you're a red panda or if you're slowly learning towards yourself or you're slowly hinting towards an LGBT relationship which Disney has to slightly shove to the side, especially during recent events while we're away. I didn't want to talk about this because I like keeping this this place as a kind of you come and listen but it's important to say the words gay. It is important to talk about puberty, menstruation, talk about important issues in a way that people understand that it's normal. It is normal for people to be like this. 
I was going to end the classic plugs, you know, follow us on Twitter for updates, that's where we're going to be most active, new episodes will be coming soon. I have a huge, huge thing for this podcast coming soon, but I want to say, everyone, you're loved, and if it's a matter, make sure it's a Disney matter. See you real soon. <laughs>